guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It is normal to struggle with your flesh. It is normal to want to tell people off when they start trying you if that's what you usually used to do but you've been better at your communication. It is normal every now and then to want to do that. The desire does not go away. You just have to practice more self-control. Sometimes we think we are healed from certain problems because we have not responded in the way that we usually would respond, like the negative way, when in reality, we have simply just been removed from our triggers. Sometimes, you know, there are certain things that we know we shouldn't be doing that we'll pray in advance before we do it to just let the Lord know, like, you know, I still love you. I just, I just, I'm, I'm going to do this. Just look away. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability for your life to become the best version of yourself. Before we get into today's topic, I just want to let you know if you don't already that you can go to secludedthoughts.com slash suggestions to leave a suggestion for a topic for one of the episodes And as always, as long as I have relevant experience or knowledge in the area, I will make an episode if I think it will be beneficial and, you know, on brand in terms of accountability. So we are 150 episodes in and I just want to thank everybody who has been here from the beginning or if you're late to the party, that's fine. You know, you're very much welcome the same. Um, but yeah, I was just recording and I realized like I've been doing this for 150 weeks. So there's that. And 
I just want to thank you for your recommendation that I should order food to celebrate. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I will take your advice. Um, oh, and also in the suggestions form, if there is anything you would like to see from the show, like, I don't know, anything at all, um, please let me know. Because I'm trying to figure out, you know, like different things to do to make the show better and whatnot and like social media and blah, blah, blah. So if there's anything you want to see, any ideas, whatever, 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 I appreciate the feedback. So yeah, once again, it's sakuratalks.com slash suggestions. I'll also leave the link in the description. Okay, that's it for the announcements. So let's get into today's episode. So one thing I have been doing a lot lately and I've been like trying to make a concerted effort to keep doing is watching sermons every morning to like start my day and also like just reading the Bible, you know, and also just reading the Bible because that's not something I have been always diligent in doing or consistent per se so i've been doing that um every day now for the past i don't know a few weeks and let me tell you my hairline has literally been receding as a result because i just feel like you know like i'd like like i just wanted the word i just wanted a little knowledge a little wisdom a little you know encouragement and every now and then they just drag me like they just drag me like they just like these pastors just end up in my business even when i was reading the bible it's like it's just it it like they just i just feel like i just feel attacked i just feel attacked but i've been gathering a lot of data points if you will for episodes that I think would be very helpful and they all align with, you know, accountability and like becoming the best version of yourself. And today's particular episode is based on one of the sermons that I was watching by Jerry Flowers. I forgot which one, so I apologize. I can't reference it for anybody who's interested. But one of the things he was talking about was that after you decide to like change so to put it in context with what we talk about here when you decide to become the best version of yourself when you decide that that's something you want to actively pursue and like actively start doing and embodying that does not mean that your old desires change That does not mean that the old you, the old things you used to do, the old habits, that does not mean that just because you get this revelation that all of a sudden you're just going to lose the taste for like the things you used to do very often. And don't get me wrong, that will happen in some areas and it has happened in my life and I talked about it as well, right? Like I told you all about my experience where all of a sudden there's certain things that I used to do, not even that often, but all of a sudden I just felt like, yeah, I really don't feel like doing this as much as before, like drinking, for example. I was never like a heavy drinker, more so socially, like my limit was like two max, if any at all. But all of a sudden I'm just like, I really don't feel the need to. 
every now and then I still do, but like it's very rare, very sparingly, right? So that's an example in my life that I've talked about. But there are still other things that I used to do that one, I'm still struggling with not doing or two, I'm still struggling with letting it go completely. So maybe I'm not actually indulging it it as often, but I still haven't fully let it go because I still have the desire to do those things, if that makes sense. So basically, as you become, as you start being the best version of yourself, that doesn't mean the old desires that you used to have, the old things you used to reach for, the toxic relationships you used to engage in and encourage and, you know, the boundaries you previously lacked. Just because you get a revelation that you should start enforcing these boundaries and you've been doing a good job so far, that doesn't mean there won't be times where you feel like, you know, like regressing or like making an exception this one time or answering that person where you know you should just ignore them or replying to negativity in your life or on social media or whatever when you know ideally you should not engage with that keeping people in your life or making allowances for people who you said you would cut off or people you know you should cut cut off just because you decide to be the best version of yourself now just because you decide to go on that journey that doesn't mean that all of these old desires just go away What it does mean, however, is that you will feel a strong conviction about these things that you used to do. So just in case anybody's not clear, what I mean by a strong conviction is like maybe you used to do this thing and you decide that, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to change this aspect of my life. But you're not exactly at the point where you have let it go. So you're either still actively doing it or every now and then you get the opportunity to do it and you take it when you know you shouldn't. But the thing is like when you find yourself in that situation doing that thing, you are not going to feel the same way about it. You are not going to enjoy it the way you used to, right? Maybe before you used to be in that environment where you really liked that, it was fun, you, you you had the time of your life, you, 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 you would like romanticize toxicity, toxic, toxic relationships where you would enjoy gossiping or bickering or going back and forth with people, when you would enjoy being petty, you had the time to be petty to people, you had the time to be vindictive and teach people a lesson. But now since you decided to be the best version of yourself, when you find yourself back in that position, when you are doing these old things that you know you should put behind you, it doesn't feel the same way it used to. You don't have the same sense of enjoyment. You don't have the same sense of satisfaction. It's like there's a little voice in the back of your head saying, you know you shouldn't be doing that. You know you shouldn't be there. You know you shouldn't be talking to this person. You know you are better than this. You know it's time for you to leave this thing behind. That's what I mean when I say a conviction. When you decide to change, the old desires don't go away. The old habits and patterns don't drop off immediately, but because you had 
But because you have that desire, because you got whatever revelation you got that it's time to change, if you do find yourself doing these things, you will have a strong conviction that you should not be here. You shouldn't be doing this thing. So that is what the sermon was about. And if enough people ask, I will go digging for it to send it to you. But I, I do know it's by Jerry Flowers. Okay, and I was watching it on YouTube. So what he said in the sermon that really just freed me was basically everything I just summarized. But then he said, I wish somebody told me that it was okay. I wish somebody told me that it was okay to feel that way and it was normal and that's something everybody goes through. To some people, it might sound like obvious, but when he said that, it literally, like I literally breathed a sigh of relief in the moment because there's so many things that I found myself wrestling with. Like, you know, those things I started feeling convicted about, those things that I've been knowing that I should leave behind those old habits, basically. And I was struggling with it for so long. And sometimes I would feel very guilty when I did find myself regressing, when I did find myself in those positions where I know I shouldn't be doing this thing. And I would feel so guilty. I would feel so bad. I would feel like, I'm not making any progress. I would feel like I'm failing myself. You know, like I would beat myself up if I did go back to that thing. And when he said that, like it just freed me. It freed me from all of that guilt. It freed me from all of that shame even. It, it freed me from just being so hard on myself. So that's why I'm making this episode because I feel like somebody else needs to hear this. You might need to hear this. Like you are not going to change overnight. And the thing he said that really like really just brought everything home was he said your flesh is never saved. Like when you decide to be Christian, for example, or to be a better Christian, he's saying that you can decide to be saved as a Christian, but your flesh is never saved. Your flesh is never saved. And then he gave the example of that's why you have dirty thoughts when you're praying. And I literally started cackling. I literally started cackling because how many times have you been in prayer and then all of a sudden hit him up by Tupac started playing in your mind? or some rap song, or some, you know, like some profane, or like, like the other day, I was like talking to God, I was like, you know, like we were chilling, we were talking, and all of a sudden, Jodeci starts playing in my mind, <laughs> all of a sudden, I start like singing Jodeci in my mind, because I heard the song recently, because somebody drove by playing it, so like, it was, it just randomly popped into my mind, but how many times, and the song is freaking you to be specific. But so, so you so you get the point. But how many times have you been praying and all of a sudden you start thinking of like dirty thoughts or obscene lyrics or something negative 
or some type of impulsive thought. Like how many times have you been, I don't know, maybe driving in your car, talking to God. If you do that, like me and all of a sudden you just get this random impulsive thought, like just swerve the car. You, know? <laughs> you see what I mean? Like what he's saying is like, you can choose to be saved. You can choose to be that best version of yourself right? You can choose to try to walk in a path that's in alignment with the the plan God has for you, but your flesh is never saved. That's why there's all these Bible verses about fighting your flesh and things about fasting because it's to grow stronger spiritually and kill your flesh because your flesh is what has those desires, those cravings, those, your, your flesh is what wants to get back at people, what wants to what, what, what wants instant gratification, all of that is your flesh, okay? Most of the poor decisions you make is you catering to your flesh. He's saying your flesh is never saved. That's why you have to put in the work to be strong spiritually so that you can essentially kill your flesh every day. So that literally freed me because I don't know what I was expecting. You know, all of this is new to me, okay? Like life, every, every new experience we have is new. Okay, that's life. And like, I don't know why it just never occurred to me. But when I heard him say that, it just literally freed me. That's why I'm making this episode. Like on this path to becoming the best version of yourself, there will be times you go back to the old things. There will be times your flesh wins. That is normal. Obviously, you have to make a concerted effort to fight it and to kill off those things because once you get the revelation that you shouldn't be doing something, even when you go back to it, you will always feel convicted. It will never feel the same. You would always, you will always feel like I am not supposed to be here. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I said I wouldn't do this. Why am I here? I said I would be better at this. Why am I here? It's not going to feel the same, right? So that in itself, the conviction in itself has helped me because I've literally found myself in that position where I'm somewhere I shouldn't be. And all of a sudden in my mind, I, like I can't even enjoy the moment because in my mind, I'm like, you know, you're not supposed to be here. You know, you're not supposed to be doing this thing. So it's like the conviction in itself is helpful because when you don't enjoy it the same way, you will like eventually do it less and less. But at the same time, still, the desire does not naturally go away just because you decide to be better. And transparent moment here, right? Because this might help somebody. But if you are not new here, if you have heard more than one episode, even this one, you can tell like the, the, the gist of the podcast, right? It's about being the best version of yourself, taking accountability for your life, right? owning up to certain things and putting the power back in your hands to live the life that you truly want to live. Now, with everything I just said in this episode, that is very much a reality for me. And one of the things I struggle with is, even though I've made a lot of progress in my personal life, even though I am significantly better than I was last year or years ago, like every year I'm growing, right? It's not always like a visible thing that people can see. Like God does a lot of work on us in the dark, like behind the scenes where nobody can see to prepare us for the things he has for us. But 
even if like a lot of my growth may not be may not produce tangible evidence just yet depending on what they are like i know personally that i am significantly better than i was i know my personal growth over the last few years have been absolutely insane right but even with that because i have a platform where i'm essentially talking about my experience being better adopting new habits you know being the best version of yourself i found myself when i was having these desires and like falling back into old patterns and own ha- old old habits i was beating myself up a lot because i'm just like how are you going to have a whole platform talking about being the best version of yourself and then look at you regressing back into this old pattern and old habit. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. That's why the message hit home so bad because I obviously feel a large sense of responsibility putting stuff out there like I have to practice what I preach and I do but I think it was just me trying to I don't know if if be perfect is like the proper term but I just didn't know what I didn't know which was this is like normal it's natural for your flesh to like want to fall into these old patterns but like even if you do even if you still struggle with those old things you just have to work daily to fight those desires to fight your flesh and not like completely regress back into the old the older version of yourself that you are trying to break away from not in a sense that something is wrong but like more so we are a work in progress always he's always working on us we are never like necessarily perfect perfect in his eyes but like you know what i mean so it's not in a sense that you were so terrible that you should be ashamed if you go back to such and such but more so in a way like you're making all of this progress don't throw it away because you lack the self-control to fight your flesh and do what you know is the right thing to do right i hope that makes sense but yeah so like when he said that that literally freed me because i'm just like i could finally put that subtle imposter syndrome self-doubt thing to rest because I didn't have to feel like just because I made a mistake here, just because I fell short over here, that that means I am not qualified or whatever because I'm not claiming to be like a guru in anything. I'm literally just speaking on my experience and my experience, my life is not perfect and I've never claimed that. I've just committed to being transparent. That's pretty much it. But I'm saying this because there's somebody 
who could be listening. You might be listening thinking like, okay, maybe you don't have a podcast, but there's something you really want to do. And there's this new thing you really want to do. And you've been trying, you've been working at it. You've been consistent for some time. You've been developing new habits, restructuring your life around this thing that you really want to do. And then every now and then you fall short. Every now and then, I don't know, maybe mother nature kicks in, your cycle kicks in, and then like your motivation is gone, your energy is low, or like some life experience happened. And maybe that throws you off of the habits you created. Maybe that throws you off because you didn't anticipate it. So for some time you fell off. Or for some time, you didn't do what you know you had to do. Or for some time, you desired to run back to whatever it is that you were doing before because you feel like what you're doing now is not working, it's not paying off. So you want to run back to that other thing that you think is safer when it's not necessarily safe, it's just certain. Meaning you know what to expect with it, but you don't know what to expect because there's so much uncertainty around that new thing that you're trying. Whatever it is right? Or even if it's relationships, for example, maybe you have been doing the work on yourself, you've been doing the inner work, you've been healing, you've been going to therapy, you've been reflecting, you've been journaling, you've been praying, you've been Bible studying, you've you've been doing the work on yourself to be a better person, to heal, to set boundaries, to stop your people-pleasing tendencies, and maybe you meet somebody and you fall short in one area. Maybe you fail to uphold a boundary or two you did everything else right but you failed to uphold this little boundary or two you you maybe regress maybe somebody triggered you in a friendship and you responded in a petty way when you were trying to not be petty or you responded in anger when you you know you were trying to work on your self-control whatever it is the flesh never dies okay those fleshly desires will always be there It will always be there. If you fall short at one point in time, don't let that make you beat yourself up and act like you will never be the the person that you want to become. You will never achieve the things that you want. You will never have the relationship that you want. It is normal to struggle with your flesh. It is normal to want to tell people off when they start trying you if that's what you usually used to do but you've been better at your communication. It is normal every now and then to want to do that. The desire does not go away. You just have to practice more self-control. It doesn't disqualify you from everything you want, from everything you are working towards. You are always going to be a work in progress. There's no final product. There's no perfect product. You will always be a work in progress. So you cannot beat yourself up when you fall short every now and then because that's just normal. If you know you have a pure heart or at least, you know, as far as you know, that's your intention. That's what you're trying to do. You know, if you know, for example, you're trying to build your relationship with God and all of a sudden you're praying and then you start you start thinking about, you know, obscene songs and things and whatnot. If that can happen in like your purest state when you are just trying to talk to God, that's like a sure sign like you cannot beat yourself up. (laughs) You cannot beat yourself up because it's like, where did that even come from? Where did that even come from? Why now? 
why not why is it that when i open this bible all of a sudden i start yawning why is it that all of a sudden i feel tired all of a sudden i want to be comfortable that is literally like spiritual warfare child that is that's like that's what i mean you cannot beat yourself up over these things there will always be a temptation to run back to the former things the former things are familiar the former things you have been doing for a very long time some of us most of our lives that's how we've been some of us most of our lives that's how we've been and we've been saying that's just how i am and we finally get to a point where it's like no i don't accept that and i want to be better we finally feel that conviction that something has to change so don't think that just because you make up your mind one day to change or even if you've been working at it for years and you've made a lot of progress don't think that the desire is not going to come back because another sermon i was watching lord let me tell you these sermons that's like the best thing i've ever done because it's just it's been teaching me so much but i digress anyway another sermon i was watching the pastor said that sometimes we think we are healed from certain problems because we have not responded in the way that we usually would respond like the negative way when in reality we have simply just been removed from our triggers we have simply just been removed from our triggers and i can attest to this because in the past like my late teens early 20s I've always been a self-reflective um introspective person and every time I felt like I needed to heal from something or deal with something I would always isolate myself and then go heal and then come back into the real world and then get shocked when I would still struggle with some of the things that I thought I healed from because the reality is I took myself away from the triggers thinking that just because i went away and i hadn't responded in a certain way like before then that must mean i'm cured that must mean i'm healed when in reality you know when you're making progress with your healing when you are presented with the same problems and situations and you respond in a healthier way so running from the trigger is not the solution those old desires the former ways the ways you used to act the things you used to know the people you used to hang around and tolerate and have in your life don't think that just because you cut that one person off years ago that you're just never going to meet somebody like that or never going to invite somebody like that in your life blah 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 because in reality some of us have taken our single se- season a little bit too serious where we completely isolated ourselves and then you get back and then you see some of the similar patterns and when you see the similar patterns first of all you thought you were healed because <laughs> you thought you were healed because there was no motion and now you get back and you see the patterns and that 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 old version of you wants to come out to respond to that person the same way you responded to the last person i'm telling you the desire is always going to be there you have to work daily you have to kill your flesh daily daily it's not going to go away right you just have to respond differently and you can't beat yourself up if you do fall short every now and then 
the conviction will let you know that you are doing something wrong. And I feel like the conviction in itself is a blessing and you should be happy if you have the conviction. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's uncomfortable to be in a position and feel like you are not supposed to be there and feel like I'm feeling myself or I'm disappointing myself by doing this. But the conviction in itself is a blessing because that shows you progress. That shows you that you've, you've made progress because you know right from wrong in this specific area now. Before you may have been ignorant, before you may have been blind, before you may have just blindly accepted something that was probably toxic or not the best or not healthy for you. But now you have the conviction that it's not good. So that in itself is a blessing and will help, like I said. But them old responses, them old desires will always be there. They will always be there. I've seen so many TikToks. I've seen like TikToks and like contents online here and there of people talking about like when they've been single for so long, sometimes they just want to, and I quote, do it for the plot, meaning they just want to add some excitement, like spice up their life by doing something crazy or accepting somebody they know they shouldn't accept. When in reality, it's like you were used to the ups and downs. You were used to the negativity. You were used to... I don't know, being gaslit. You were used to like being on a roller coaster every time you had feelings for somebody and you thought that was normal. You thought that was normal. So now it's like if people, if if you're bored with somebody, if somebody's not doing that, you feel bored because you got so used to the negativity. You got so used to the toxicity. So now it's like you might be getting better quality dates or people in your life now but it's like that old desire for the roller coaster for the up and down is still there you still want something toxic and let me just let me just say this this is kind of a, a tangent right off topic but related to the topic some of these things I speak of, let me just say this. I do speak on things that I've had experience with, but not every single example I give will be relevant to my life. I say this because some people have the audacity to send me a D DM assuming that I am talking about <laughs> some type of toxic relationship that I've been in and I just got out of and, and that's why I'm saying these things. It's so important to mind your business. It is so important to mind your business because do you know how crazy you sound sending me a DM like that like you know me and you don't? Like it's so important to mind your business. I just wanted to say that. I just want cuz you will not believe the audacity of some people. You will not believe the audacity of some people. If I'm talking about something I can relate to, I will mention that I can relate to it. And it's no shade if I can't. It's not that I'm throwing shade or anything. Because a lot of these things are real life experiences, but it's very important to mind your business, okay? And stop DMing me acting like you know my life, okay? Some of y'all are crazy. Some people are crazy. But I digress. But yeah, that's very real. You know, even the examples with the toxic relationships, like that's very real. A lot of people are so used to the games and the back and forth that you will think that that's normal and you crave quote unquote excitement and the excitement is that roller coaster that you're so used to 
that is toxic. The old desires, the former ways, the former things do not go away. They are still there. You just have to choose daily to be a better person. You have to make better decisions. You are not a bad person. It's not because of lack of progress and lack of growth that you still experience those desires, that you still want to run back to former things, that you still struggle with cutting these things and people out of your life. You are not a bad person if you have that. It is not. It's just part of the human experience. That just relieved me so much that I just had to make an episode. So what do we do with this information? No, we are not saying, I am not saying that just because the desire will always be there that you give yourself a pass and say, well, you know, this is just normal. So let me just do it and mind my business. I'm not saying that because, you know, in full transparency, I'm guilty as well. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes, you know, there are certain things that we know we shouldn't be doing that we'll pray in advance before we do it to just let the Lord know, like, you know, I still love you. I just, I just, I'm, I'm going to do this. Just look away. Just look away. Okay. Because I'm not strong enough to turn away from this yet. So just give me some grace. Okay. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we do that. We pray in advance, like, Lord, just give me a pass. Give me a pass this one time. And this one time is a few times, but I digress. We're like, God, just give me a pass this one time. Okay, I'm not I'm not there yet. So that that's not what I'm saying. I'm not encouraging that. What I'm saying, why I'm making this episode is to mainly just encourage you to give yourself more grace. And in case anybody has been suffering with like imposter syndrome because you're trying to do something, but you're struggling with the old habits, with the old toxic relationships, friendships, you know, family relationships, whatever kind of relationships or like whatever it is, whatever it is, the things you used to do, the old habits that every time you do it now, you feel weird, you cannot enjoy it. All of that is for a reason. The conviction is a blessing. It is a blessing that lets you know that you are better than this. I'm making this episode to encourage you to give yourself grace and for you to hopefully have that sigh of relief to know that your flesh doesn't die. So it's normal. We all struggle with this. But at the same time, in giving yourself grace, you also have to make a concerted effort to choose better to choose to act in alignment with the best version of yourself. Even if you fall short, even if you fall seven times, get up. And if you fall the eighth time, get up again. Get up again and keep going. It's an ongoing battle. It does not make you an imposter. It does not make you a bad person. It simply makes you human. Don't take advantage of it, okay? Don't just assume that you know like like don't don't make that a part of your schedule like don't just don't don't just plan to make allowances or to ask god for allowances and grace as you continue to do the wrong things like yeah some of us might struggle with certain things but like make a concerted effort to choose to be in alignment with the life that you want but even if you fall short it doesn't make you a bad person it simply makes you human 
so that's all I had to say. That's what I was blessed with a few days ago that I just wanted to make an episode about. I hope it really helps you. Okay, I hope you um, stop beating yourself up. And if there is anything that you want me to talk about, once again, you can click the link in the description and go to secludedthoughts.com slash suggestions and let me know. And if you like the episode, leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify and a written review if you love me, okay, because I would really appreciate it. But thanks for listening and that is all I have to say today and I will talk to you next Sunday. Guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode.